This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 478, How to Contradict for Higher Writing Scores. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we'll talk about a task two argument question about education and career success, and you'll learn why choosing the less popular opinion is better for your score. Hey, Jessica, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's nice and sunny here today. How about you? That's good. The sun is shining. Well, it's supposed to be a sunny week. Today's a little on the cloudy side, but that's okay. No complaining. That's fall weather, right? Like, (laughs) I don't mind it. You know, we had a nice breeze yesterday, but it was a warm breeze. So I like that. You know, and if you live in cities like we do with like actual seasons, there's usually a lot of really fun indoor activities, right? Uh Because we know the weather is coming. Um, Like I just went to see a roller derby uh, bout. It's called a bout, by (laughs) the way. bout. Oh, (laughs) how was that? Was that fun? Was that crazy? It was It was really fun. The Portland team was like way amazing. The score, okay, this is crazy. The score was Portland 348 to, literally, seriously, to um, uh, the team from Vancouver had like 12. Or something oh. <laughs> like we were we're Whoa, so you good. Crushed them. It, you crushed yeah, them. <laughs> it was like a little boring towards the end because we're like, well, I, three seriously, three hundred and forty-eight. Like, <laughs> come on, crazy. come on, guys. Um, oh no, God. but it was really cool. So all these women, you know, everybody just different shapes and sizes, and yeah. there was um, there was also a trans woman on our team, which I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, mm-hmm. She scored tons of points. There was you know just. It's the most like accepting and empowering sport I think I've ever attended. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And it's such a it's a new sport, you know. It's kind of just sort of I feel like it doesn't exist in a lot of places yet, but maybe it's on the rise. You know, it was invented in America. James and I did our research before we went so we would like Good. understand the rules. <laughs> um so it was invented in America, but I know they play in the UK and some other countries now. Um oh. and it was like my mom said she used to watch it on TV in the 70s. So okay. it's like it's had oh. some ups and downs as far yeah. as popularity goes. <laughs> oh, interesting. It's been around since the 70s. I didn't know. Cool. Yeah, cool. it's awesome. Okay, so what are we talking about today? So it sounds like today we're going to talk about a writing task two question, which I find really interesting, which is the question of whether or not a university degree is necessary to succeed Mm -hmm. right in your career. Good question. And guys, the ideas, the brainstorms and examples we come up with today, this is definitely useful because all these topics come up on the exam, right? Like education, work, success. So this is this is definitely and directly IELTS useful for you today. Yeah, this also reminds me of our Boston Adventure that's coming up because ah. well, we can tie this in later, but this is actually going to be 
a focus of one of the of, of the treasure hunts, right? The the adventures we're going to have you guys do, the challenges, this question. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be so fun. I, man, I'm going to feel so fancy just like just yeah. being at Harvard, right? Like just saying I'm at Harvard. At Harvard. <laughs> Harvard. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So um, this question came from a student in our course. Uh, what did she ask about this, Lindsay? Okay. So here's the question. So the student says, hi, in writing test two, when the question is something like this, a university degree is essential for people who want to have a successful career. To what extent do you agree or disagree? Should I write an argument essay or an opinion essay? I'm confused. Mm. This is definitely um, has the keywords that Jessica told us for an argument essay. Do you agree or disagree? But it doesn't give the two sides, which we analyze them in our essay. It seems like it asked for my opinion. What should I do? How should I answer the question? Good question. So, yeah. So let's talk about the essay structure first, and then we'll throw out some ideas to use in the body paragraphs. Um, so, guys... Every opinion has another side. Um, if the question says, do you agree or disagree? That means there has to be two sides because it is possible to agree or disagree, right? So yeah. it doesn't matter if IELTS spells out both sides for you. That's not necessary. Just that there is an opinion means that you can write an argument essay. Even if you write an opinion essay, there you still have to have a concession. You still have to mention the other side in order to have it be balanced for the highest task achievement score. Sorry, task response score. Um, so that's why writing an argument essay is always the better bet, guys. Um, I was just talking to a student the other day who maybe we mentioned this on the podcast about how um, the opinion essay would get a higher score. And sure, that can be true in some circumstances, but for most people, it's really hard to write a good opinion essay mm -hmm. in 40 minutes. So if you yeah. didn't hear that episode, I'll link back to it in the blog post for this episode. Um, this is episode 478, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll link back to that other episode in the blog post. So guys, yeah, the um, this can definitely still be an argument essay. So the first thing to figure out would be your opinion, right? What is what is your opinion on this? That'll be in paragraph three. So Lindsay, mm. what do you think? Let's think about yeah. the agree side first. So mm. a degree is essential for people who want to have a successful career. Why mm. would someone agree with that? Well, I think what it comes down to is at least a bachelor's degree is required because you kind of don't even get your resume, like your resume doesn't go past the first checkpoint without that bachelor's degree. Uh, so True. you, most of the time, I don't necessarily believe this, but I'm going to say that for this side, <laughs> most of the time, you know, you won't even be offered an interview unless you have um, that bachelor's degree for like traditional career paths, I would say. Yeah, I think we could um, like narrow that down. We could give more details about that by thinking about yeah. which career paths, right? Mm -hmm. So we could say something like, um, let's see, like 90% of jobs posted in the business or financial fee sectors mm. um, require at least a bachelor's degree, if not a master's degree as well. Yeah, so I, I, 
I think it is a requirement. Probably, I don't think that's far from the truth. Like, yeah, probably what not. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I love how you nailed that down to, you know, our listeners should write that down. We took a general idea and we made it very specific by putting a percentage and putting specific career paths. Yeah. So guys, remember that you want to be giving new information in every sentence, right? That's mm-hmm. that's our that's goal good. in a body paragraph is to narrow it down step by step. So every sentence is necessary. Every sentence is connected to the one before it. And we are giving new, more specific stuff as we go along. So like the last sentence of your body paragraph should be the most specific. It should have a statistic of some sort, something about a real person, real place, real time, right? So remember, that's sort of the overarching motivation for how we organize a body paragraph. Yeah. And I think probably any of our new listeners might be stuck on, well, where'd you get that statistic? I mean, how do we back it up, right? What would you say to our (laughs) listeners who say that? (laughs) I pulled it out of my head. So (laughs) you guys, you can make stuff up. Don't do this all over your essay. But um, if you can't, if you, this is sort of a plan B, right? If you can't think of a real specific example for this paragraph, then you could make it up. There is nothing in the scoring uh, descriptors that the examiner looks at that says, oh, this is fake. Mark it down to a five. We don't care if something is true or not, but it must be believable, right? Mm. You can make it up, but it still has to be possible and logical in the real world. So um, like my statistic, statistic that I just made up, it's probably right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah. It makes sense. Oops, drop my microphone. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it got so excited. My microphone went into my lap. No, it makes sense. <laughs> like you're not just, yeah, you're not pulling it out of nowhere. It's probably correct. It's like in line with what the correct statistic, statistic probably is. So it's not out of yeah. left, field, left field. Right. Exactly. So just remember, guys, you can use fake research for sure, but it has to be believable. Yeah. That's the main problem I run into when um, like in some of the personal coach lessons or power oh. hours when I'm giving feedback on student essays, like I'll, I'll read the statistic back to them and I'm like, D- does that sound possible to you? Like, does that... <laughs> And then they like realize it right away. They're like, oh, God, no, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what about this other side, right? I think, yeah, I think we could agree that I think this would actually be my opinion that it's not Mm -hmm. necessary just because there's so many examples, guys, of amazingly successful people that never went to college. Yeah, probably for this one, I would just start dropping names and use yeah. specific examples. And totally. Names and also like um, uh, fields, like the tech world, right? Just it, different markets. Yeah. yeah, love that. That's exactly the first field that came to mind for me yeah. as well. I mean, we all know the famous sort of mm. worked in a garage, made it rich stories of, mm-hmm. you know, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. Um, and those are real people, real examples. So that is great to use in your in your body paragraph. I think just using those two examples yeah. would be p- perfect. Wait, did Bill Gates go to college? I know Steve Jobs did. Yeah, I think it's the same. So S- Bill Gates went to Harvard and I think he dropped oh. out. 
That's Perfect. the only reason I know that is because that's what we're going to be talking about in the Boston <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I was like, I'm sure I read that somewhere recently. Yeah, but it's in your head. <laughs> and then, of course, Mark Zuckerberg as well. Right. Did he, he didn't graduate, right? No, he also went to Harvard and he, I think he quit when he was like a sophomore or something. I'm right. not exactly there sure which year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Freshman, so maybe. definitely, yeah. like, even if it might be more realistic to agree with that opinion that they are necessary yeah. for today, um, I think it's more striking. It's more um, directly mm. and clearly communicated just to say you have the other opinion because these examples are so obvious and, and real and specific, right, that I think that's going to be the stronger paragraph. So just say that's your opinion, even if it's not, and that's going to be your paragraph three. Yeah, it's also kind of fun in an essay when we write against what a what a expected norm is. I think that's True. kind of fun yeah. when we try to kind of fight against what most people would think. Most people would think that it's required, but in that second paragraph we get a chance to kind of fight against the norm and that's kind of fun, I think. So. I think that is fun and I think that goes towards um that might go towards making yourself stand out from other students too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, um I think definitely if you choose the the less obvious opinion, I think that would also help your your essay stand out. So that might be something to practice or something to try in the future. Yeah, that's a good tactic. I love that. I mean, we we know that writing isn't easy, guys. Writing is that's why in our course it's the most robust part of our course. You know, we put a yeah. lot of time into building that module and helping you guys get to your to your target score. It's not easy, but when you have a step-by-step system, it's easier. <laughs> it's exactly. a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it did occur to me as we were talking that, you know, we're throwing out all of these terms like like body paragraph two, body paragraph three, opinion, support. Um, mm. Guys, like this is all just kind of raining down on you in this episode, but I think it helps to have mm-hmm. a step-by-step practice system for each of these things, right? So yeah. in our course, we start with looking at the questions. What does that expect? What is, what did, what is that asking of you? What mm-hmm. does the examiner want to see? How do you build a body paragraph? Oh, What's yeah. an introduction? Like this really <laughs> like step-by-step way. So eventually you do have this finely honed four paragraph IELTS essay. Yeah, there's a lot of gaps that we don't share on the on the show, guys, because they're a very step-by-step thing and they require things to be done in order, right? You learn with the videos in our course. You go step-by-step and then you build your knowledge. And then if you're in personal coach, you get to meet with Jessica and then she will get a sense of what your weaknesses and your strengths are. And I love that idea that we mentioned in the last episode about helping students highlight their strengths because I believe that's a good way to go through life in general. Highlight your Definitely. strengths and use those to succeed. I think that's really useful for um, the speaking exam, guys, because I could hear where your passion is, where your interested interests lie, what you yeah. are good at talking about, right? What do you care about? Yeah. So that does translate into strategic ways to get a higher score, right? So cool. Like, talk about things you're good at talking about. That is logical. <laughs> <laughs> it's logical, but it's also kind of counterintuitive because our culture is always teaching us to, like, fix our weaknesses is, you know, and bring up our low points. But I think the opposite is is the way to succeed. I love that. So interesting. 
you know, we have to look at how much time we have too. It's just not realistic to think like, I'm going to learn everything about every topic in the next two weeks and be able to excel yeah. on every question. That's not realistic, right? You have to play to your strengths. You have to work yeah. with what you got sometimes. <laughs> so I can I can help you identify those areas. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, very good. So if you guys want that exclusive access to our Facebook group to ask Jessica any questions and also to possibly enroll in the personal coach plan, guys, go over to allersenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Very there good. There you go. Love it. And guys, this is episode 478. So come back to the blog and you could read more details about all the advice we talked about today. All right. Awesome. Interesting topic. Jeez, I would be happy to get this question on an IELTS exam. I think it's a good I one. I know, right? It's a good one. <laughs> I think a lot of students would be relieved because they're like, ah, education. I <laughs> I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Awesome. All right, Jessica, we'll see you on the show again soon. All right. Sounds good. Have a good day, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.